on this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. There's things I'm going to have to go through that are going to be suffering that I don't want to have to do. Yeah. And times I'm going to have to be obedient because it's part of God's narrative and God's story, even if it means it's going to be harder on me. there you are listening to the girl talk podcast brought to you by our friends at fox toyota of east tennessee my name is carol i'm kelly i'm trisha glad you're here today we're gonna talk obedience now before you turn this podcast off i realize (laughs) that is a very big kind of church word Mm -hmm. and so we're gonna break down exactly what obedience is and how we actually do it even when we don't understand it also doesn't sound like a positive word. No, it's, no. it doesn't. When we think obedience, thinks of dog school, <laughs> obedience training. Stay. <laughs> Here's your milk bone. <laughs> yes, there is a there is a piece of that obedience too. We can think of our kids. You know, if they don't, you know, brush their teeth or. I'd rather think about the dog right now, please. <laughs> so obedience in our Christian lives. Why does it matter? Okay. So um, we're going to start with this question. Even when we don't understand, why does obedience matter? I think it matters even more when we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Obedience, um, it's always hard for me because I'm such a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. and uh, Rascally. Yeah, I'm rascally. There you go. There you go. We did a personality thing a couple of years ago and that's what the 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 guy who administered all the tests you remember yeah. he yeah. called me a rascal every single yeah. time he's like yeah. you're just the rascal on t-. he's not so, on true no it's <laughs> not no it's not at all he's like, <laughs> i embrace that and um you're but, delightfully rascally <laughs> delightfully rascally but i think it does um part of it speaks to our personalities and we can lean into that a little Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. make that a reason for our disobedience sometimes but um, obedience does matter because this is a walk of faith faith means you believe in something you can't see Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so the bible says we walk by faith not by sight when (laughs) The truer matter is we want to walk by sight and not right. by faith. I mean, we want to see the next. We want to say, all right, God, here's the next five years. Go ahead and give me the plan. Let me know how everything's going to work out. Write it on a so, napkin. Yes, write it on a napkin. Table. That's right. Or even I'd like to present him with my plan. Yes. Instead. A PowerPoint. <laughs> yes. Here's a thought, God. A couple of thoughts yeah. about how this could go. A couple of thoughts. Yeah, do it my way, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things I think about obedience that we have a problem with, with when it comes to God mm-hmm. is that we're very used to worldly obedience. Mm-hmm. You know, we have lots yes. of people we have to be obedient to. Yeah. Um, and those people are uh, sometimes flawed. Yeah. You know, and so mm-hmm. when we then look at God in that way, it's hard to be obedient to God um, because we have learned how to be obedient to our parents. And sometimes they were wrong. Right. Well, but God is not ever and, wrong. Yes. True. And I True think spelling. sometimes not necessarily in a parenting situation, but it could be um, the person who we're t- supposed to be obedient to has their own motives. Right. Yes. Yes. And their motives are not always they just want us to look Pure. a certain way, mm-hmm. behave a certain way. Yep. I think obedience goes farther than just our actions. Mm hmm. If we are living in obedience to God, at least, because, you know, I mean, the the word of God, it says divides joints and marrow. You know, it goes to the intents of the heart. Mm -hmm. Like I can behave for a certain amount of time, but my heart can be far away from it. Yes. And when I'm when I'm thinking obedience 
particularly when it deals with my relationship with God, I'm thinking about the intents and motives of my heart mm-hmm. as well as my behavior, mm-hmm. you know, and that walk of faith. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. It makes a lot of sense. And I, when I scratch the surface of that, I think the whole thing about obedience, what you're talking about is because do I believe that God loves me? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. do I believe that God has the best plan for me? Because I'm only going to obey if I believe that God loves me and that God has the best plan for me. Mm -hmm. And then if I believe that, then I'm going to try to do what he says. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like you think about a kid, a a little kid. Do you believe that your father loves you? Then then you're going to mind them. But and, and it's the same way for us. We're just big kids. (laughs) Do I really? Do I really? I mean, do I really? Yeah. Believe that God loves me. Do I? Because this is where obedience hits home. Yeah. It's do I believe God loves me? And if I believe he loves me, then he's going to have the best plan for me. And so I'm going to follow it, even though I don't see it. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. And do I trust God? Do I trust his love for me? Really? But yes, do I trust him? Do I trust him? Do I think he's got it all under control? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or do I need to step in and take over because (laughs) I don't trust that he's got it all? Because he's got a lot going on. Right. Yeah. Especially like you said before. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Just taking care of my job. (laughs) He's very busy. I can help you guys. (laughs) Let me take a little off your plate. Yeah. Yes. And I forgot where I was going to write. Sorry. Sorry. About trust. It's about trust. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And I. I think you said something earlier, Carol, that was really um, powerful. It was about, um, oh, good gracious. I'm not going to be able to pull it back okay. out. But yeah, yes. Do we trust God? Do we trust that he's got it all together? His word says, Romans 8, 28 says, he works all things together for good. Yeah. For the for those who are called according to his purpose and yeah. who love him, mm-hmm. he does work things all together for good. And so, like you said earlier, Carol, this is where it was. E- even if we don't understand. Yeah. Even if we don't understand what God has up his sleeve, what he's doing, do we still trust him that it is good? Yeah. Whatever it is, even if it doesn't look good, do we trust that he still is a good God, that he is still loving and thus then calls us to put our obedience in him, our trust in him, our faith in him, our love in him, because he's got it under control. Yeah. Let me paint a picture for you. You're in a department store and you see a mom with a toddler and said toddler lays down in the middle of the aisle, kicking and screaming because they aren't getting their way. Been there. That is Carol Davis and her relationship with God. Sometimes we kick and scream and think we have a better way and think we know more and think we have it all figured out Mm -hmm. if God would just cooperate with our plan. And that's the visual I have in my mind Mm -hmm. of disobedience, at least for me, because there I am so quick to come up with another plan, another idea. I'm, you know, y'all know me. Mm -hmm. I'm an idea person. I love just kicking around ideas. And sometimes I do that in my relationship with God. And that's the visual I have of him going, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> but yeah. um, but not leaving me there like I'm sure my mom wanted to do when I was a kid, but lovingly taking me from that place to where he wants to get me to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I totally see that visual <laughs> and I can see my face on it, too. So we're, we're both in the floor, you know, screaming and crying. Yeah. Now take that kid. Okay. This is this is an image I like, too. So take that kid that, you know, mom lovingly got him or her up and took him home. Now that kid goes home and sees a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
this looks like fun. I think I want to play with this chainsaw. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go play with the chainsaw. But then the mom or the dad says, you may not play with that chainsaw. And the kid throws another fit. Like, Mm -hmm. why can't I play with the chainsaw? Because the mother or the father knows that chainsaw is going to hurt you. I know what's best for you. You may not see it. You see chainsaw. Chainsaw looks fun. I could do lots of fun things with it, but you could also chop your hand off with that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I try to think about obedience. God knows I'm going to cut my hand off with that (laughs) chainsaw. So even though I'm praying for that chainsaw and, you know, I'm asking for that chainsaw and I've got lots of reasons why it would be a good idea for me. God knows I'm going to cut something off with it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, though, I think one of the harder things about obedience too, though, is to kind of extrapolate that story even further there are times where God calls us to hard things. Oh, yeah. He calls us to suffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we know that we're going to cut our hand off. And God mm-hmm. we're, God allows us to cut our hands off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But it's because he has a greater, bigger picture. We're a very small part of this meta narrative yeah. of God's whole story. Mm-hmm. And we have... Things that we're going to have to do. God, the Bible says yeah. in this world, you it's will true. have troubles. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're going to cut our hands off. Mm-hmm. Or our hands will be cut off by something else. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it's not our choice. But yes, yes, these hard things. God calls us to hard things. Right. You're and right. that doesn't mean that he's not still good. Mm-hmm. Right. And that he's not still God. And that it's not still part of his master us. plan of us. how he's going to bring about redemption to the entire world. Mm-hmm. There's things I'm going to have to go through that are going to be suffering that I don't want to have to do. Yeah. And times I'm going to have to be obedient because it's part of God's narrative and God's story, even if it means it's going to be harder on me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think there's part of our Christian culture that says if anything's hard, then God is not in it. That's right. And we we don't want to struggle. We don't want to. I mean, I don't know if anybody gets up and prays, Lord, would you just (laughs) please just bring me a struggle today? Uh, But the dangerous part of that is. The other side, thinking that everything that God will call us to do will be easy. I think, too, about um, like the per- we talk about persecution every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And we think about the um, the persecution of the American church and how comfortable we have it. And there's, yes. there's not a whole lot of persecution. Mm-hmm. We also don't see near as much growth in the American mm-hmm. church as we see in, say, like the African church, North mm-hmm. African church, especially mm-hmm. that has an incredible amount of persecution. If to, to say that you are a Christian in some countries can mean that you're going to be mur- you're going to be killed. You're mm-hmm. going to be, you're going to lose your life. Um, and for us, we're nice and cozy and mm-hmm. comfortable, comfortable yeah. and we don't have, we don't have the suffering that other Christians have in other places. And so, um, but we don't also have the the growth and the revival that those other places are yeah. having. So sometimes that calling to suffer, that calling to have hard things happen really is for our good. It really does grow us as believers mm-hmm. and grow us in our faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that so just true. because we're Christians, things are going to be all fluffy and rosy. Well, I, so I mean, I can look back on my life and I don't I wouldn't say that I've ever been persecuted or gone through tremendous trial. But I have some had some struggles in my life. Those were the times that I grew the most That's were the times yeah. that I struggled. Accurate. Yeah. And nobody yeah. wants to pray for struggles no pray for persecution no but sometimes that's 
the best thing for us. That's what well, you can't know God's with you in all the hard times until you go through hard times. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, he's going to be with me during yeah. the hard times. So yeah, true. there's a that's the, the greatest growth in my life is th- through the hardest times. Yeah, that's the way it is. But yet we push against that. We don't want. Yeah, we don't want it. Everything. We don't want it. That's when we want to be disobedient. Yeah, that's like the give thanks not for all circumstances, but give thanks in all circumstances. So you're not grateful exactly that you're having a tragedy, but you can find God's presence and love within the tragedy. But here's what I will say. This is another thing that that time does. As as I look back on my life, the things that broke my heart are the very things I can thank God for today because they produced in me a relationship that I would not have had right. had I not gone through that struggle, mm-hmm. had I not gone through that difficult time. So you probably aren't going to give thanks for the situation when you're in the situation. But in hindsight, mm-hmm. I think there is some wisdom there to say you will get to the point where you say, I'm actually thankful for that experience because it produced in me Mm -hmm. something I wouldn't have had had I not gone through that. And then God in his goodness allows Mm. us to share our stories with other people. Yeah. And then we get to see how he not only works in our lives, but how he works in the lives of other people through those horrible, tough times. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. So being obedience is being obedient is hard. Yeah. So, so what are you learning or what have you learned about obedience in your own life? Is there a time when you've been called to be obedient and you've done something that you didn't necessarily think that you would do and you've seen God show up? There's, well, uh, just a, a very quick story of how I actually got here to the Light mm-hmm. FM. You know, I saw this job posting for this position and God said, ooh, apply. And I did, and I was obedient. And the minute I submitted my application to join this team, God said, thank you for doing that, Kelly. And I need you to know that the answer is no. <laughs> really? Yes. Totally. I remember. Went like totally that. story. He said, totally true story. The answer is no. That is not That is not the job I have for you here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was, that was hard because then I got interviewed and I went through a gazillion. Y'all know how it goes. There's like eight gazillion yes, interviews yes. that we go through. I went through all those interviews and the answer was no. 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 And I mean, granted, I'm here now and I'm sitting in the seat and, you know, all things come back around. But um, that was a hard season because I I said, God, I've been obedient to you. Mm -hmm. I was I was obedient and you uh, didn't give me the desires of my heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that hurt. Yeah. And so but at the same time, God said, thank you, Kelly, for your obedience. And I'm going to do a thing. I'm doing a thing in you. I'm going to do a thing through this. Um, but you have to be obedient in it. And mm-hmm. the blessing is I'm here now sitting around this table with you girls mm. and getting to, you know, build relationships with you. So the answer wasn't no, it was not yet. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes that's yeah. also how God talks to yeah. us. Is he says not yet. Uh-huh. So let's let's pick at that just a little bit. Is there always a blessing for obedience? I wrote that too. I, wrote, you? I okay. just wrote that obedience doesn't always equal the blessing we want. Ah, it there you go. The thing we think we want. There you go. Yeah. I heard somebody say uh, we would always be grateful for God's plan if we knew as much as he knew. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this position I'm in now is so much better than the position. It's so much better for me Mm -hmm. than than the position that I had applied for initially. Mm -hmm. God knew that wasn't the right one for me, Mm -hmm. but this one is the right one for me. And it is a better (laughs) blessing. It -hmm. is more than I actually could have dreamed of. For yourself. For myself. It's not something I ever would have thought of for myself, but God knows the plans he has he knows more 
Yeah. He knows more and he has a better plan for yes. all of us than we can ever create on our own. He's smarter. If we just let him do that. He is smarter. <laughs> He's so much smarter. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank God for that. So yeah. obedience is hard, but obedience is necessary and there is a blessing in it. You may not see it and it may not be what you'd planned. Yeah, it may not be the blessing that you thought you wanted. <laughs> right. It doesn't always equal that. But there is blessing in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. There is blessing in obedience. So what are your thoughts about obedience? When does God ask you to be obedient? And how have you stepped out in faith? We'd love to hear your story. Mm-hmm. You're always welcome to email us at girltalkatthelightfm.org. We love hearing from you. You also can get in touch on the Facebook page, the Girlfriends of the Girl Talk podcast page, all places that you can connect with us. We love it when we hear from you. We want to say a big thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for their partnership and ministry. And we'll see you the next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.